Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by ruck.co.uk and Altius Images. I'm your host Todd Dudley and I'm joined as always by the editor-in-chief of ruck.co.uk and my co-host Steve Smith. Steve, how are you, fella? Not too bad, man. It's been a quiet week with, with no rugby, but we'll keep uh, the entertainment going. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. It's been a bit, bit of a strange one, really, not having not having much or any rugby to watch. But as you say, we'll uh, we'll have a good natter about what's been going on in the world. Um, and we're also we're also going to have a little bash at picking our England Six Nations squad as well, I think, aren't we? Well, with Eddie Jones having to go into self-isolation, it might be up to us. An excellent segue straight off the bat, mate. So let's dive into a bit of news of the week. And that is, uh, that's the big news from breaking news today, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, half an hour ago as we speak. So what's what's the crack then? I've I've missed that one. So tell us all about it. Alfoot has um, tested positive. And that means because he's been working closely with Eddie Jones, Jones is going to have to now isolate for 10 days. That's going to take us up to next Thursday. The squad's meant to be announced on Friday, so that might... I think that'll probably still go ahead as planned because yeah. they're, they're still going to need to train. But the question is, who's going who's gonna to train them at the moment? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. I mean, obviously, the nature of it is that, you know, he's got a team around him, so he does have... Obviously, Proudfoot's out as well, but he does have he does have others in there that can help, but... Uh, Simon Armour's out as well. yeah. Yeah, true. And then, it's just going to be Farrell, isn't it? Yeah, just leave it to Faz. Leave it to Faz, mate. He'll do it for us. It'll be fine. Give it, give it to Stuart Lancaster for a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of give it Moisey till the end of the season. Give it, give it Lancaster yeah. till the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, that'll do a job. But yeah, interesting stuff. It'd be interesting to see how that affects, if at all, England's preparation. Um, but at least he'll have plenty of time to to get his thinking cap on and sort out his team, I suppose. Sure. Uh, but yeah, then an, an, another bit of news we had we actually did have a little bit of rugby this weekend. Um, we had Ealing take on Saracens in the first round of whatever it's called, the Ealing Trail Finders Cup or whatever it might be, um, and they managed to win. So not a great start to uh, to Sarri's championship camp- campaign with a loss against their rivals, Ealing. Ealing seemed to be getting better every single season. First time I, I saw Ealing was in, um, I think it would have been 2014, when they were still in National 1. And they were new to National 1 then. And you could tell it was a club only going in one direction because they'd just come into the third tier, but they were probably the most professional side I saw mm. in my time working in that league, which was you know three, four years. And they're just pushing on and pushing on. And the quality of player they're bringing in seems to get better every year. Yeah. Obviously, I think a fully full-strength Saracen side still beats them. Yeah. But it's still a, a huge result. It is, yeah. It definitely is. And I think it's a it's a fairly a fairly timely result as well for them um, with all the chat of possible ring fencing and that kind of stuff at the moment. You know... It can, can can they having just having watched Ealing just beat in Saracens? Can the powers that be then say, "Oh well, this season, you know, Saris are just going to come straight back up, and we're going to ring fence from there." I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good message to send, isn't it? That Ealing are Ealing are well and truly in the fight. Sure, 
I think if a team has the aspirations to be a fully professional outfit and they have the finance behind them, if you're going to ring fence, you can't not let them in, to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I think rugby needs as many professional teams that are backed financially as they can, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and they, and they definitely have that backing and producing the goods on the pitch as well. Obviously for Saris, like you said, not not a great squad playing. Um, Billy Billy got himself a game though, uh, which was nice to see. But apparently yeah, didn't didn't. Yeah, did he did he look alright? Did he? He looked in good nick. You know, good. He, he was one of the standout performers in the game, which is you know what you would expect. Yeah. But, I mean, the good thing for Billy is this is the sort of game you could have really imagined. He didn't need to play, and he'd go you know break his arm again or something. So it's good yeah. that he got through that game with some fitness. Yeah. But he's he's also very upfront about the fact that he doesn't really like training and he just wants to play games, isn't he? So I don't I think he's I don't think he's going to shirk many of these games. I think as much as Mark McCall and Eddie Jones let him play, I think he's going to play. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. And I think I think there's a lot of that's really become up as a topic in the last week. Actually, is players saying that maybe we're training too much and we need to, playing more is not a problem, but tra- the training less would yeah. mean we could play more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which again, surrounded by all the, all the sort of um, head injury and early onset dementia conversation at the moment as well. Um, be again, interesting to see how that sort of progresses over the next few months. I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, very good win for Ealing. Great start for them. And then in the only other bit of uh, British rugby over the weekend, we had Glasgow beating Edinburgh in the second leg of the 1872 Cup. Uh, pretty decent game, to be fair, and a, and a very good win for Glasgow in the end. Yeah, there's been some good news for Glasgow this week. You know, Sam Johnson signed a new deal. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, we hear that Hugh Jones has got offers in the Premiership, but he's turned them down before. You know, he had a big move to Leicester a few years ago, which he, he turned down, and now London Irish and Sale are apparently interested. Okay, I think Sale makes sense because... You know, we've heard that, you know, Alex is not, Alex Anderson isn't interested in, well, doesn't seem interested in giving Manu Tulagi another big contract to no, no. sit on the bench and chill. Well, not even sit on the bench, sit at home drinking gin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if you all sat on the bench, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, making, at least he could look threatening from the bench. Yeah, exactly. Look, look scary. Just have him do a little shuttle run down the sideline and eye up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you said some good uh some good no- noise coming out of glasgow which is which is nice it's good to have it's going to be it's good it's good for for scottish and british and rugby in general if if both of those scottish teams are are competitive with each other i think there's another big bit of glasgow news that i think we forgot to mention big donkey weir is back big donkey weir is going home i mean absolutely devastating for worcester warriors but you know from one warriors to the other I mean, I'm I'm chuffed for him. I'm absolutely chuffed for him. No, we're still going to have to find someone from somewhere. Yeah, it's a tough tough time, really. It is. I mean, to be fair, I quite like I quite like Billy Searle. I think he's decent. Um, but it's just been injury problems, hasn't it? Yeah, really, yeah. That's what killed him at Wasps. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. They'll definitely be looking to get to get someone in. Maybe Ashley could play play ten for them when he joins. Yeah. He'd do a job. He would. He would. Uh, but yeah, we mentioned it there as well. Last bit of news uh, for today. Um, 
And big news, but not particularly surprising news. Um, it's been rumoured for a long time, but Alex Anderson has gone to sale as the director of rugby um, to replace the the absent Steve Diamond. We've obviously had a few minutes of interim, but but Sanderson's in. I mean, I've I've literally never heard anyone say a bad word about Alex Anderson. So for me, that's a very very good bit of business for sale. He always speaks very well, doesn't he? I think the BT are often speaking to him during games. Yeah, He's very comfortable. I think it just it's always the thing in all sports, you know. Kind of great, highly rated number two take the top job and really push on and be successful. Yeah, you know we've seen it in all sports where that hasn't worked, and we've seen it where it has worked. So yeah. it'll be interesting. To see. He's certainly got a very talented squad, but what it is, it's a small squad. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, it's one of the smallest in the league. I think they've only got mid-30s of players. Yeah, well, yeah. if you went to Newcastle, I think we've got like 50 players. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I think I'm, I'm backing him, to be honest. Like, I think he just, every time I hear him speak and I hear people speak about him, he just sounds so impressive. Um, obviously got that, the right mindset um, coming from Sarri's. Um and like you said, a very talented squad, bunch of South Africans like they were at Sarri. So, yeah, mate, I think I think it could be a very... It might, might take a little bit of time, but I think it could be a very, very good thing for Sale. I think I put more money on him being a success at Sale than Gloucester turning their seas around. <laughs> yes, like if, I'd agree with that. Select one to go on and yeah. push on. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, mate. I'd definitely agree with that. Anything else on... Uh, on Big Al, or should we move on? No, let's 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 crack on with the main All event. All right, let's jump in. So, as we know, Eddie is in isolation, so he'll be doing exactly the same thing as us, I'm sure. Um, and we are trying to pick a 28-man squad for England for the Six Nations. Uh, obviously, if you've if you've missed the news on this, it's they're limiting it to a 28-man squad, basically to try and limit people coming in and out of camp. So basically, you pick your 28. Those 28 will stay in the bubble for the whole time unless there's injury. Um, but yeah, it's to try and limit people coming in and out of camp. So obviously, you try and help with COVID stuff. Um, so I think with it being such a small squad, it it almost picks itself, I'd say. But I think we're going to try and fr- throw in some, uh, some left field bolters, aren't we, mate? As always, I think if it was up to us, we'd just scrap the whole thing and chuck in a load of newbies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mate, we'd pick a we'd pick a bloody great team. We would. It'd be like watching the Barbarians. I think watching. Yeah, team. exactly. All right then. Well, let's let's make a start. So let's go with uh, let's go with our props to start with. Um, who do we think? Problem of Kyle Sinclair. We do have the the Kyle Sinclair shaped problem, don't we? Yeah. Um, Big car. So he's so he's currently banned for two games, isn't he? Two meaning no, two uh, meaningful uh, games. Yeah, which will I believe is would count as one Bristol game because when the first brought the ban out, people were a bit confused because Bristol are playing on the Friday night before when the Six Nations kicks off. So yeah, people were thinking, will that count as the second game being? of the ban and then he can play on a Saturday. Yeah. I think, you know, thankfully it's kind of kept, well, not thankfully for him, but, you know, common sense has prevailed and he's going to miss the opening game against Scotland. Yeah. But 
I've I've heard some people argue that he should miss the first two games because if he is picked in the England squad, he wouldn't be released the week before to play for Bristol. So therefore, he should miss the opening two games of the Six Nations. I've seen bands like this before, well, where in New Zealand especially. I remember they sometimes just register players for their local team. Yeah, yeah. To carry yeah. on the band. I remember they did that with Sonny Bill Williams after he got the uh, red card in the, for the against the Lions yeah. because they had the championship coming off quickly after that. Yeah, yeah. Organized like a little training game with proper officials or something like that. Yeah, and just picked everyone who's bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But but what do you think? I mean, he's he, he's got to be picked, hasn't he? I think so. I was think I was trying to because I think he's the standout. Tie head. I think if we if it was one if it was a Gainish, for example, we could look at Mako and think, oh, Mako's yeah can be the standout. But when you look at our tie head options, and there are some really good options, nobody's got, I'd say, the experience or the ability he has. No, no, I agree. He has to be in. Okay, so he's in, but isn't going to play for the, at least the first game. Yeah, that means we're probably going to have to pick. Do you probably pick five props? Yeah, I think so. Two loose heads, three tight heads. Yeah, yeah, I think you've got, I think you've got to, haven't you, really? Or could Jason Leonard come in and do a job on both sides? He'd hold it up, mate. He'd hold it up, for sure. Good job. But, so then, okay, so then, but, so he won't play the first game, so who do we think is going to play that, that, that opener? Hmm. It's going to be, I, I think I'd go with Harry Williams, myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. Just because, I think out of the options, who else would you would you put up there as you know someone in the hunt for that spot? Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not very good at tight head and loose head. Is Will Stewart the right side? Yeah, Will Stewart is the other one I've got written down in my squad. Yeah, and I was just the only thought I had was Scotland have somehow in the last went from being a creative team to having a stronger pack. Yeah, and I thought Harry Williams might be someone who can. You know, compete against the yeah. likes of Xander Ferguson and yeah. those sorts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I like. So let's let's stick Harry Williams in, like assuming he's going to start that first game. Yeah. We'll still need a, a sub because Sinclair won't be there. So should we throw Will Stewart on the bench? I think so. And then, then it doesn't really matter because they're both going to one's going to play forty-five minutes, the other's going to play thirty-five. Yeah. Probably yeah. The way it work out. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think they're doing form props. Okay. Probably in the Premier. All right, perfect. And then with Sinclair to come in when he's when he's available. Yeah, the um, loose heads is a tougher tougher choice, I think, in terms because I think Ben Urbano at Bath is mm. in great. I think he's a great form, but then it's who do you, who who do you leave out to throw him in? Yeah, I know we said we want to throw some left field ones in there, but can you can you leave out Mako or Genge? I don't think so. It's a struggle, isn't it? I think we're going to struggle with left field picks yeah. for next. Yeah, well, we, I think we are. I think we. Sh- I think we're going to struggle because of the twenty-eight man squad in general. To be honest, I think it's easier in the backs. Um, yeah, especially in the in the midfield and backs. Really, yeah, I think it's open to debate because nobody's really informed. No. All right. Well, okay. I'm. I'm. I think. I think we're probably happy with that. Let's go, Mako and Genge, as. Are they tight heads or loose heads? Loose heads. Yeah. Tight heads? Loose heads. Mako loose and Genge. Tight. And then... Big 
blokes. That's all they are. Yeah, big blokes. And then Sinclair, Stewart, and Williams on the other side. Okay, I think that's good. I haven't done well at getting new, forcing Newcastle players into this squad so far. <laughs> There's time yet, it's mate. Good. There's time Definitely. yet. Um, Hooker, I mean, we can't, we can't even throw left fields in, can we really? I'm trying to think of someone to even suggest, and I can't. Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible again. <laughs> God's sake. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Last season, you could have thrown Harry Thacker in the mix, but he's injured at the moment. Um, it's tough, mate. No. no one's even close, are they? Jamie, Jamie George is obviously obviously going to play, and then it's got to be Cowan Dickey. So, and he's yeah, not he's, he's not going to take three. But I think the. In- Maybe we'll do this next week. We'll we'll maybe not as the full thing. We'll do our England team. Mm. I think that'll be a more interesting debate at hooker. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, the debate between the two of them is interesting. It's just there's there's not the the gap between those two and the next person is pretty large at the moment. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I think that's fair enough. All right, so we've got seven front rowers, and they are Mako, Sinclair, Genge, Stewart, Williams, Jamie George, and Cowan Dickey. There we go. So we've got 21 places left, which is not very many. <laughs> All right, second row. Marrow's in. Marrow's in. Marrow's in, and then and then we can debate. <laughs> how many we how many are we taking, first of all? Um I saw I've seen two different versions. I've seen people have five back rows, five second rows, four back row yeah oh, I think I'm going to go the other way around and do four second row five back row yep yep there's been I've seen two different versions from and have, and have you got Maro as a second rower I've got him as a second row yes okay the back row is too competitive even for him yeah yeah so I, I think Launchbury's probably in yeah I think so he's just Mr. Consistent isn't he yeah terrific yeah, and then and then after that, I think we're I think we can start debating probably. What do you who have you got? I've gone for Johnny Hill. Yep, me too. And then I'm a bit lost. What's uh, what's Big Courtney doing at the moment? Is he is he fit? I feel like he made a comeback just before all of this, all of COVID. Well, the the break. COVID. Yeah, yeah, before the break. And I. Yeah, so I, I didn't go for Laws actually myself. I went for Charlie Yule. Well, the, he was yeah, he was going to be my other one. Because um, he's probably yeah, he's probably a better shout, isn't he? Just because of just because of game time, really. Yeah, for sure. And I think if if we're going to pick five back row five back rows in the squad, we probably want more out and out second rows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Oh, but mate, we're we're just not not doing very well at getting any left fields in here, are we? I guess leaving Laws out is left fieldish. I suppose, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, we will get one eventually. We will, we will. That's it. Okay, well, that, yeah, I, I mean, think, that that was easy. I think the backs is going to become a lot more a bit spicier. 
Yeah, a bit yeah. spicier because, like we say, no one's playing that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Marrow, Launchbury, Johnny Hill, Charlie Hills. Nice and easy. Nice. Back row. So again, let's get the obvious ones in. Curry, Underhill, Billy. I didn't actually have Billy in mine. Genuine? Genuinely. Ooh. Tasty. Okay. So you've got Curry and Underhill, I guess. Curry, Underhill. Yeah. Sam Sands. Nice. Jack Willis. Yeah. Great clothing brand and player. Yeah. And Mark Wilson. Oh, God. He's got a... <sighs> no Ben. No Ben Earl. I did, have, I did have Ben Earl. And or have you got Ben Earl at outside centre? I saw Ben Earl, but then crossed him out because I remembered how big Wilson's biceps are and thought we need that. Oh, mate. I don't know, I don't know whether we can leave Ben Earl out. It's I, hard. I think I'd rather have Ben Earl than Jack Willis. In terms of someone a bit more dynamic yeah. and different. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I think ultimately we'll have to get rid of Earl and Willis. I mean Willis and Willis and Wilson and put in Earl and Vernapol if we're being serious. <laughs> who was your who was your other one, sorry? Um uh, my five were Curry, Simmons, Underhill, Wilson, Oh Simmons, Willis. yeah, Simmons. Okay. I like I like it. It's not, I mean, it's not going to happen, but I like it. That's um, the thing, isn't it? It's about, um, we can't get into pretending we're an Aussie. But we then, pick it like, but we'll, but to be fair, Wilson, Wilson, if we're going for a left field, like actually realistic one, Mark Wilson is a great shout. Because Eddie loves him. He's back playing good rugby. So he is, a, he is actually a good, Good left field, but not not outrageous shout. It's just about because the back row is tough at the moment. Like there's, there's probably people we've not even mentioned. Oh, definitely, definitely. Hmm. So we've got Curry and Underhill, definitely. Yes. We're both going on Ben Earl. Uh, yeah, mate. I I want I want Ben Earl in there. That's free. I like Wilson. I like I like I like him. We can have him in. We'll have Mark Wilson in. So then we've got a pick between Billy Vanapola, Jack, Jack Willis, Willis, and Sam, Sam. Simmons. Oh God. Yeah, it would be very good. It would be very good. Yeah, Christ. Um I mean, it it just depends what we want to do, doesn't it? Because it's going to be Billy, but do we choose something more exciting? Maybe, maybe, maybe this little isolation period is what he needs and he's going to realise what everyone's been saying, that Sam Simmons is an absolute worldie and he's going to pick him. Yeah, let's do it. Sam Simmons is in. You're in, Sam. Well done. We got there in the end. There we go. We've got we've got we've got a left field one in there. I like it. Unlucky Billy. <laughs> he just needs to go away and work on his game a little bit. Yeah, know? exactly. Go and go and run over some championship players. Right. So back row: Tom Curry, Sam Underhill, Ben Earl, Mark Wilson, Sam Simmons. 
which, like is, which is like dynamic, dynamic as anything, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, but still got the power to get the job done as well. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, definitely. I like. Okay, I like it. it won't be that, but I like it. <laughs> um, right, scrum halves. I've got a little, a little left field one to throw in the mix here. So, who, who have you got down? Well, on my sheet of paper, I have Dan Robson, mm. Harry Randall. Mm. That's exactly what so I've got on my sheet of paper. Young. We all know Ben Youngs is going to be in. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm more tempted to go like Ben Youngs, Harry Randall. Yeah, because I guess then at least it's, we've got our normal Ben Youngs and Randall's kind of probably a slightly even more exciting Robson, which is hard to say because Robson's yeah. a very talented and enjoyable yeah. player to watch. Very, very, very good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking Randall to take anything away from Robson. I just think Randall's been absolutely ridiculous recently. I find it interesting when you see the reports that Wales might want to cap him. I'm like, you've got enough scrum halves. Mate, that, that, it baffles me. I've heard, I've heard every, every other, we are not another rugby podcast, but I've heard every other rugby podcast mention that, that he's qualified for Wales as well. And I'm just like, just list, list the Welsh scrum halves and tell me when you get to Harry Randall. Like, it, he's very good, but he's a way, he's a way down. Um, so I don't think... Yeah, I don't think we need to worry too much about Wales picking him, to be honest. Unless Pivac just wanted to do it to annoy Eddie Jones, <laughs> which would be, which would be great. Um, revenge after I predicted him to be sacked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's heard you and he's thought, "Well, oh, fuck him. I'm going to pick Randall just in just in case." Bastard. But yeah, I, but so yeah, I I mean I don't know. I don't think he's been particularly open about where his allegiance lies. Um. But yeah, mate. I think I think throw him in, get him capped to make sure he does stay with England and doesn't go elsewhere. He's the form player. He's playing playing ridiculously well at the moment. Um, you've got Youngs to be Mister Dependable, and then you've got Randall to to spice things up a little bit. The Danny Care role, is that called? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And actually, when he played against Danny Care not long ago, he absolutely did a job on him. So, so yeah. All right. I think I think it's. Yeah. A bit maybe maybe unlucky for Dan Robson, but I think it's the right call. Yeah, I think so as well. Righto. Um, okay, this this is where it could start to get a little bit more interesting and a bit messy, I reckon. Fly half. It's hard. I went with Smith and Farrell eventually. Smith and Farrell, okay, yeah. Because it's just hard to drop Farrell when he's captain, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's playing well, but he's captain, and he's, you know, he, he usually comes good for England in the end. He does. He does. Even within the games where he doesn't play well, he does. Yeah. Um, there are times in games where Ford just looks like he's on another level, but yeah. it's just a consistency, and just doesn't happen enough. Yeah. I, I I put Farrell Ford, but that's a bit boring. So I mean I'm 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 happy with Smith 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 over like over a Sam Simmons or an Umang or an o, Jacob Umanga or someone like that. I just think a little bit like what we've done with the scrum horse is you've got one who's very you know fluid and runs with the game plan, and you have got someone who can just come on and really mix it up a little bit. Chip, yeah. he, he he would be a proper plan B. Yeah. To Farrell. Yeah. Well, I think. 
someone like someone like a Joe Simmons would operate more as a just a plan plan A one like, or A two, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. All right, I like it. Farrell and Smith. There we go. We're getting some left fielders in yeah, now. Yeah, we're doing all right here. We're doing all right. Um, right, so let's just do a little check. Have you been keeping up? How many How many spots have we got left? I think we have seven left. Seven left. Okay, that's good because I've got seven names on my sheet, so that's good. That's a good start. Right, so set. Let's let's go centers then. I've got I've got a good left field one, so I'll go first. My centers are Henry Slade, Jonathan Joseph, and Paolo Odogwu. Well, that's interesting. I have Odogwu in my in my back three selection. Okay, but he has a lot in the centers, so I went for Slade, Lawrence, and Marchant. Yeah, okay. I was I was torn between Joseph and Marchant. Um I don't think you can pick Joseph. Just I just think he's been awful for Bath. Not yeah. even like four, just yeah. really, really awful. But as as March just, how good has Marchant been? I guess that's the argument. He's just not been as standing out outingly bad. I, guess, <laughs> I mean if we, a dog grew, we're gonna pick him as a as a center. I'm really happy with that. Okay, he was in my. T- and it just all gives me another spot in my yeah. back three. I, th- I think I think he needs to, on an international scene. I think he needs to play there. A because it he gives us a really good option to carry, like like the sort of Manu Tuolangi esque um, body in there, but also just because it protects him from from high ball. Um, obviously, you could have him like on the wing, but defending defending at thirteen or whatever. Um, but I just think the amount the ball gets, the amount the ball gets kicked in international rugby, I think, I think he might struggle a little bit under uh, an aerial bombardment. So, so that's why I've tucked him in at thirteen. That's a good good shout. Okay, so Slade and the dog grew definitely, and then I, th- I think I probably agree with you. I was torn between Marchant and Joseph. I was fifty fifty. So, so yeah, let's put Marchant in instead. Nice. And are we happy with three centers? We need we need four yeah. four back three, don't think- we? So. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have a. It's gonna be a really tight squad, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Which, which I actually, I don't know. I quite like because it means. It means that we we'll, we should get to see everyone. Um, yeah. Like it annoys me when like someone you like gets put into the squad and then you all, and then you know that they've trained for three days and then they get sent back to their club. Um, whereas this, like, if hypothetically Paolo Adogu gets picked, it means he's probably gonna play, which is which is exciting. Well, he would hope to play quite a bit if he's going to pick England over Italy. You know, if yeah. he's going to sacrifice guaranteed caps, yeah, at least want to, at least want a few paydays. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so centres are Slade, Marchant, and Adogu. I like it. So back three, we've got four spaces left. We think. Um, Nobody's great form out of the no, regulars. No. I, don't, I think Johnny May is the only one who scored a try, and he's been playing poorly as well. <laughs> I, th- I think I think Daly and May, just because of who they are, what they've done, what they can do. I think I think that Daly and May are probably guarantees anyway. So I think I think we can probably put them in. Do you reckon? 
Yeah, in my opinion, I, I had Daly and May. I didn't think I would pick him, but I picked him because for England, he's never let us down. Yeah. Your box office, he scores great tries. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know, I just don't feel like I can drop him. No, no, it's, it is tricky. It, like you say, if there was if there was someone else that was like absolutely ripping up trees, then we maybe could, but there's not really. Um, so daily may, then we've got two other spots. Um, I've got Max Malins and Anthony Watson. Nice. I like it. Um, I have Max Malins and you can probably guess. Uh, can I? You should be able to guess just from the theme of me trying to push players into this team. Have you have you thrown Radwan in there? I've thrown Radwan in there. <laughs> okay, I mean, I love I love the ambition, and to be honest, I want him in. I want him in. I want I want you to win his win your uh, Lions bet. So, so Radders gets in, I reckon. Yeah, Merlin's and Radwan. Watson's just. I, everyone always tells me how amazing he is, and obviously he's had games where he looks great. But this season he's played, you know, two full games for Bath and he's literally not done much. No. He's no tries, no try assists. You know, his, his metres aren't great compared to anyone else. You know, I, I did like a little comparison between Watson, May, Foley, Radwan and a dog who, and he's just miles off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, you know, for me, like, if, if Maidens doesn't, isn't picked in this squad, I'm going to be devastated. I think Ollie Foley hasn't played well enough either, as much as I like him. No, no, and again, we've we've had that chat, haven't we? Like he's just, he's just, just lost as Yeah, he's just not going to get in. He's just not going to get enough opportunity, really. Um, Even the wingers who are on aren't getting an opportunity. You know, if you look at May and Rizamet, they're just. What I found interesting from Johnny May's um, stats when you compare him with Radwan and Adogwu. Radwan and the dog who have played both played twice as many games as May, mm. but Radwan's made three passes and the dog who's made ten. Johnny May's made thirty-four passes. So what's that about? Really? In three games as a winger. That is really bizarre. A strange stat. Very really. strange. Very strange. There, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, mate. Like, like you say, Watson. Watson hasn't hasn't looked great. Um, Radwan actually, like we all jokes aside, Radwan actually does look does look bloody good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, obviously he's very good ball in hand, scores some great tries, but he's you know he's very very aggressive he's in defence as well. Talent. He's a bit of a raw talent, but he yeah. seems his sort of progression from being a fast player who. You know, quite clumsy. His passing was poor. He, he didn't have... And a year in the championship has been incredible for him, I think. Yeah. I think it was just confidence. You know, now when he gets the ball, he believes he's going to beat yeah. the man. And <clears throat> we saw against Boston, he put Johnny May on his ass twice. So. Oh, well, I suppose he's not... He's, he's sort of career so far isn't following a dissimilar trajectory to Johnny May. Like, starts off just rapid and raw. Yeah. Um, and then just sort of stead- steadily increasing his basics, and then hopefully at one stage you'll have that that real breakthrough like Johnny May had. Yeah, for sure. Okay, 
I think what we want to see is a more exciting team than we did in the, in the autumn. I think yeah. that's what we're, we're pushing for here, especially with our centre selection. The yeah. Very dynamic players compared to the, the Farrell and Lawrence sort of yeah. Yeah. combination we got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how much of this we'll actually get, but we shall see, won't we? Well, they might hear this and, you know, give us a call, ask us to pick the squad. They should, really. Yeah, they yeah, should. they should. Okay, so back four, back three, sorry, of Elliot Daly, Johnny May, Max Malins, and Adam Radwan. Um, I'm just doing a bit of maths, mate. I think we've got, I think we've got a spare spot. You sure? Pretty sure we've got five five front rowers. Sorry, no, seven seven front rowers, four second rowers, which is eleven. Five back rowers is sixteen. Two scrum halves, eighteen. Two fly halves, twenty. Three centres, 23. Four back three, 27. Oh, wow. So, here we go. Now we're talking with a wild card. So, we can pick anyone we want to just throw in the mix. Bloody hell, that's tough, isn't it? Um, Sam James. (laughs) No. That's that's the definition of a wild card. We're not having Sam. I, I like him, but we're not having Sam James. Oh, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, I mean, we could we could put Billy back in. Let's put Billy back in. So just to, he'd be bored. I think he needs to go and play for England. Yeah. Or we what could move. England or we could move like Farrell to the centre, and have Ford back in at ten, or someone else in at ten. So the quest, the real. Debate is: Do we want to bring Ford back in or Vunapola back in? Vunapola. <laughs> yeah. I right. mean, Vunapola—he brings a different dynamic. Well, with Ford, I'm just a bit bored of Ford and Farrell. It's been Ford and Farrell for yeah. seven, eight for, years, forever, hasn't it? No forever. one else has got to, no else has got to look in. No. Well, Big Billy, at least he—you know—he can smash someone. Yep. Okay. Very happy with that. Okay. So. Just to recap, our props for our England Six Nations 28-man squad, our props are Mac Ovenopola, Carl Sinclair, Ellis Genge, Will Stewart and Harry Williams. Hookers of Jamie George and Luke Kandicki. Second row of Mario Toji, Joe Launchbury, Johnny Hill and Charlie Yules. Back row, Tom Curry, Sam Underhill, Ben Earl, Mark Wilson, Sam Simmons, Sam Simmons Billy Vanapola. Scrum halves, Ben Youngs, Harry Randall. Fly halves, Owen Farrell, Marcus Smith. Centres, Henry Slade, Joe Marchant, Paolo Adogwu. And back three of Elliot Daly, Johnny May, Max Malins and Radders. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so, that is that is it. That is a, I like that squad. We will obviously find out relatively soon how accurate we are and we'll come back to that once we know. Um, and we'll see see how wrong we were, um, but just to broaden it out a little bit, mate. What are you what are you sort of expecting slash hoping for for England from a Six Nations perspective this year? I think England have to be aiming to win it. Yeah, just because I feel like you know Ireland and Wales are very much in transition. I think Scotland. I think they've got to think. It would be very typical for Scotland to win this year with no fans. Yeah. That would be yeah. very 
a bit like Liverpool winning, finally winning the Premier League, yeah. Scotland finally winning the Six Nations. That seems like it could happen. I think the I think the the issue there is that they've got France and England away. Yeah, for sure. Which is tricky. Yeah, always, but you know that that's just typically what could probably happen in the year of a uh, yeah uh, yeah like you say no fans yeah yeah I think France France are my favorite who they've got available what's going to happen with the games yeah there's always uncertainty around France and for once it's not around the squad but it's absolutely everything else yes yeah 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 no we're pretty we're pretty confident on the squad the the wooden spoon can it can because as much as you know, Italy, they always show signs, don't they? Like a good forty minutes. That's the, that's is, the thing with them, yeah. All they need is a good eighty minutes against Wales, and they're going to be in with a shower. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. But equally, I equally think like, although like, I agree, Scotland. This could be the year that they win it. This also could be the year that they lose every game. Like, that's just Scotland, isn't yeah, it? You know, very, yeah. Like. Because I think always Scotland have is when they play England first. If they and more often than not they get beat, it just sort of knocks their confidence. Yeah, yeah, for because sure. Because they always come into tournaments high, and sometimes when they lose their first game, they lose their way. Yeah. But like I remember speaking up about how I thought Scotland, you know, had a chance a few years ago when they headed to Cardiff and they just got spanked yeah. by Wales. Yeah. Yeah. And they never seemed to recover from that. Yeah. In that tournament. I think Ireland might be quite pleased that they're sort of flying under the radar a bit at the moment. Um, I think if I'm out, I just want to show some progression and finish in the middle, finish in the middle of the pack. Yeah, third. yeah, you'd be happy with third, I think. Where I think is so. the where is the France England game? Do you know? England, I think, because I think France beat us in France last year, didn't they? Yeah, that sounds right. Actually. Yeah, before- the year before Johnny May was Johnny May got the four tries at Twickenham. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was just trying to find out on memorable games and then work out by going opposite the year after. Do you think do you think it could be a grand slam year or do you think probably not with everything that's going on? It could be for sure, because I think like you say, the two teams I mentioned that I thought, you know, were title contenders France and France and Scotland are both playing at Twickenham yeah so if you win those games there's always tough games in, in the Six Nations and that's why the Grand Slam is such an achievement yeah I just don't think it would hurt I don't think it's good it's going to have the same you know bravatas as it would normally do I just think it's a bit no prob- probably not but, but, but I think as we've sort of like alluded to I think I think that I think that just makes it a great year to to throw in some people you ordinarily wouldn't. Um, yeah, for sure. I would just, oh, I'd love, I would just be, I'd be so happy if a dog gets picked. I, I've saw a report in the mail today that he's going to get picked. Really? So, but it must be yeah. true then. It must be true. <laughs> always right. They're always right at the mail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I hope so because because he's got he's not he's not Manu Tuolangi. But he's got a lot of what Manu has got. Main, mainly mainly massive get, quads. Uh, I am worried he's going to get like a one replacement cap, 
Yeah. Ben Jones will drop him for Jonathan Joseph, and then, and then he can't play for Italy. Yeah, I know. I know. That is that is the concern, isn't it? But yeah, I guess you've just got to back yourself, and I'm sure he will. And yeah, I'm sure he'll... for sure. And if and if, even if not, he still still he'll take his twenty five grand for his one appearance and uh, buy himself something nice. And you can join our list of one cap wonders. Yeah, exactly. And on next on next year's list, he can be on that one. He's in. Nice, mate. I like it. Are we all, all good there or, or what? Yeah, it's all good. Okay, wonderful. So there we go. As I said, we will revisit this when we know the actual squad and we'll see how, how right we are. Um, and when did you say that comes out, mate? Is it next next Thursday, it's did you say? Friday, but I'm not sure now. I don't know if the Eddie Jones news will knock it back. Yeah, but okay. I would say probably not. I think it might still go ahead because you need to pick the squad. Yeah. Six Nations fast approaching exactly it is indeed just around the corner which is very exciting um but yeah next week we've got another weekend off of rugby um but we'll we'll be back again to to chat about something we'll find something to talk about i'm sure um but yeah for now that is it for episode seven of not another rugby podcast brought to you by ruck.co.uk and altius images you can find us on twitter at ruck rugby instagram at ruck.co.uk and you can visit our website, rugby.co.uk, for all of the latest rugby news and features. And we're also on Facebook as well. Just, just type in Ruck and you'll find us easy enough. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to, rate and share the podcast. And we will see you all next week. Bye.